We are going to be hosting uh, at least six World Cup uh, soccer games. The FIFA World Cup in 2026 will be in uh, Mexico, uh, Canada, and in the United States. We get six games here. Vancouver gets seven. Mexico gets 13. The States, 78. Okay, well, fair isn't always even. We just said that, didn't we? Hosting will uh, cost the city of Toronto about $300 million, but that was based on having five games. Now we have seven, so might be a little bigger. The province is already conditionally committed to giving $97 million uh, on the plan. Ottawa, the feds have to come through with uh, some money as well, but they haven't said anything yet. I imagine that Trudeau wants to swoop in and be a big hero. Uh, Moshe Lander is our sports economist, uh, and he's also a uh, professor at Concordia University and friend of the show, joins the Kelly Gutrera Show to talk about how lucrative this could be um, and what a a big benefit to Toronto's economy seven games uh, could have. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Moshe. Hello, friend. So... Why do we get so little compared to the U.S.? I know there's a bigger population, but we only get, like, Toronto gets six. Vancouver, Vancouver gets uh, seven games. That's 13 total. Mexico gets 13 total. The United States, 78. If ever uh, we wanted to know where we sat as far as uh, importance on the world stage, I think this is it. No, I, I would I would downplay this a little bit. Uh there's lots to be sore about. This isn't one of them. There's 16 cities that are going to host the World Cup between the three countries. Um, back of the envelope calculation, I think there's going to be something around 104 games. So if you take 104 divided by 16, it works out to about six, six and a half. So okay. the typical city then should host about six, six and a half. So you know what? Toronto's getting maybe a little less than its fair share, but not substantially. And so when you factor in that there's a lot of American cities that are going to be hosting it, it's all roughly proportional. I love that you said that. It does provide a lot of perspective, and that's why we have you on. It's the first time it'll be held in three countries. Why is that? Is that the future of these events? Because, you know, you go to Europe and it's one country, and that's, you know, that's their FIFA World Cup. I don't think that's the way it's in Europe, and I don't think that's the way it's going to be. Um, on the uh, previous set of hosts, uh, where they were hosting it in one country, they were losing colossal amounts of money. Oh, okay. uh, you know, if, if you take a look at uh, Brazil and South Africa, your heart breaks when you see that they spent all of that money building stadiums that are now weed-infested, half-empty, unused, unloved. Uh, and, you know, they splashed hundreds of millions of dollars because FIFA is a very demanding organization in terms of what they expect uh, but it doesn't deliver economic benefits. And so a lot of the trend in these big scale events like the Olympics, uh, like the World Cup, like Euro, which is the European kind of championships for, for soccer, uh, you split it among countries. You certainly split it among cities. And it's a way to try and minimize the, minimize the losses that are going to happen. Um, if you're not going to go down this route, then the only other route that's left is to have it in dictatorships or petro states where voters and taxpayers don't really count for much anyway. Now, we're getting more games than we anticipated. It's going to cost about $300 million. The province is going to kick in some money. Feds still have to say what they're going to kick in. Toronto's going to turn their uh, pockets inside out and say, are you kidding? We're broke. Um, but uh, we stand to make some money here. However, we, you know, Toronto estimates the games will generate close to $400 million in revenues and create more than 
3,500 jobs. Is this a good spend for us, in your opinion? So I don't buy any of those numbers that the government is spewing. I I think they're understating the costs. I think they're overstating the benefits, and they're certainly overstating the number of jobs that are going to be created. So it's not going to be a moneymaker. I'm not even sure what the benefit is to Toronto. Toronto is one of the most multicultural cities in the world, and it's almost impossible to think that there is a country out there that has not heard of Toronto if you've heard of Canada. And so it's not like it's going to raise the profile of the city internationally. It's not like it's going to raise the number of tourists that come. Toronto is a huge destination in the summer anyway. So for every soccer tourist that's going to come and pump money into the economy, it's really just bumping out somebody that's coming to Toronto to experience Canada in the summertime. Uh, And and so I, I think the benefits are going to be massively overstated uh, and it is going to be the city that's turning its pockets inside out, like you said. But I don't know that they're going to get filled back up with the money that they're expecting. That is an interesting take because uh, we have heard government officials saying, oh, yeah, this is this is going to be a moneymaker. So I was wondering, because we have the infrastructure right now, I know we're going to do some upgrades to the, the stadium, uh, BMO Stadium, uh, in order to accommodate these games. But I was wondering if actually the spend would be less because we already have infrastructure. Steve is extremely demanding. Uh, How so? Tell us. Walk us through that. They, they, could, they could demand anything. They could demand whatever type of grass they want. They could demand any type of change to seating. Security is going to be probably at an all-time high, uh, given that there's so much uncertainty in the U.S. as to who the president is going to be and what fights might be picked as a result of that. Uh, any sort of global instability that's going on right now, people use it as a forum for protest. Um, FIFA does not want to be embarrassed at their big event. And so uh, it's been known that they've walked in and taken a look at the stadium and said, I don't like this, change it. Uh, And within the fine print, uh, you know, Toronto is at the mercy of FIFA. And so if they decide that just they don't like the color, um, they can demand those sorts of things. Um, They can demand change to signage within, I think, 10 kilometers of the stadium, uh, so if anybody decides to po- put up a protest signage, um, you know, they can demand that it be taken down. Wait a minute. Let uh, me let me just let's 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 touch on that for a second. If they don't like the signage around the stadium, they can ask for it to be changed. And we would have to like that could be in the fine print of a, a contract. What if we went against that? And we said, well, you know what? That's a city of Toronto sign. We're not changing that. Everybody knows what that means. Or or that's a sign on the Gardner Expressway. We're not going to change that because of safety reasons. Could we be fined? Yep. It, it's not fined Ooh. per se. Fines come from the city. It's that it's in the small print. It's that the city of Toronto would understand full well what they're signing up for when they agree that they're going to host FIFA. And FIFA, of course, right. has a reputation as being anything less than transparent and clear. But, uh, you know, we've seen this happen with Olympic Games, where if you want to use uh, the area around as a protest, uh, the the big signage companies are going to be told, uh, you better be careful what you put up there. Uh, and even if they have to just be paid off to leave the signage empty, uh, you know, that that's a cost of doing business with FIFA. And so uh, it, it's really the devil is in the details of the small print. And that's why yeah, it's great that there's already a stadium standing, so you don't have that construction cost. Uh, but what's suitable for the Blue Jays, what's suitable for uh, the the soccer team, uh, wherever you're going to host the, the event, uh, that doesn't mean that it's, it's suitable for FIFA. And of course, uh, downtown Toronto is going to be chaos. This isn't tourists coming for the normal summer. This is soccer fans coming for the summer. And so again, you're going to have places cordoned off. You're going to have traffic rerouted. 
you cannot have any embarrassing event that takes place during those games. And so you could very easily just see the, the entirety of downtown Toronto empty out. Uh, much the same way that Vancouver was kind of empty to some extent when they hosted the Olympics. A lot Not of great for business. Vacation time, yeah. Yeah. Moshe yeah. Lander is with us right now. He teaches the the economics of pro sports at Concordia University. Moshe, so for you, this is more of a vanity project for people planning it. MLSC is involved. Someone must think that they're going to make some money off this. What about hotels, bars, restaurants? They will make some money. Uh, but again, are they going to make as much as they think when all they're doing is they're turfing out one group of tourists coming for Toronto summer in exchange for another set of tourists? Um, I'm, I'm going to make the presumption that vacancy rates in hotels in Toronto uh, are, are pretty low in the summertime anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it might give them an excuse to raise their prices. Fine. And that's a little bit of extra money in their pockets. Uh, same thing for the local bars and restaurants. If you want to have, you know, your World Cup drinks as opposed to just your normal tourist drinks, uh, fine. But uh, again, does, does it add up to $300 million worth of infrastructure spending? Probably not. Uh, and it is a vanity project. Uh, and it is somebody who wants to be able to sit there in the private box saying, you know, I'm the mayor of Toronto, or I'm the premier of Ontario, or I'm the prime minister of Canada, and, and take a look at me. Um, the The companies themselves that are Behind the games, uh, Canada Soccer, um, FIFA, of course, uh, and the organizing committee, they will make their money for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, but does it trickle down to the average Torontonian? Uh, no. Moshe, I'll let you have the mic drop on that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time and insight. It's been illuminating. Anytime. Cheers. Anytime. Uh, Moshe Lander it teaches the economics of pro sports at Concordia University, a bit of a superstar, and we appreciate him being a friend of the Kelly Gutierrez Show.